0: Uh mm-hmm. Hey guys, welcome to Queer Alien Blast episode 49. We're going to be recapping the ninth episode of the fourth season. Just a handful of episodes left. Really, this is it. Um, Let's dive right into what I think is going to be a divisive episode about what is in this, but we'll see how everyone thinks. The three of us are back together. I don't even know how long it's been since the three of us were together. So that's nice. Even dividing up this episode into an outline doesn't really make sense because it really is one of the most cohesive episodes we've ever watched of (laughs) Roswell. It all takes place essentially in the mindscape and it all sort of makes narrative sense, which is what makes the actual plot of it a little frustrating. So essentially we're going to spend most of our time in the mindscape. I love the idea of the mindscape, the Wild Wild West. Pretty awesome. I love it. I love the costumes. I love all the jokes. That part was great. I, the, it felt like the humorous, like the, the one-liners were, were back to Roswell again. Nothing about Harry Potter, (laughs) nothing stupid, nothing, you know, it it felt like the vibe that we have gotten used to in the first couple of seasons, these really good one-liners, but I'm not sure what we learned. If anything, I'm not sure that what it did for the plot more than what we already knew that Liz was having like this internal battle that we needed to apparently see literally. I don't know. At least it makes
1: You know, we've been making the point all season that this was not Liz, that this was not our Liz. And now we know that she was doing that on purpose. At least we finally have acknowledgement of that. Like She was like trying to, at least I got the vibe that she was trying to push away a part of herself that she didn't want to deal with. That she wanted to have that perfect life and, you know, have hatch parties and not be Liz,
0: I guess. But the problem is what does that mean? Be Liz, right? It, it comes down to and we're gonna we're gonna go through it a little bit more in there like in a way that makes more sense. Um, but I don't know what that means anymore because I don't understand why she can't be Liz with Max, and also Liz is a successful scientist. So I am glad that we got to see this sort of internal battle battle made literal, because it was nice to see, you know, they did it really well. I liked the villain Liz, right? But I don't understand. I don't understand where this came from. Does that make sense? Like I don't really understand where Liz made this division in her mind between successful career woman married to Max, like why on earth, you know? And she had villain Liz. I mean, villain Liz said some really cruel things to Max, but for once I'm going to say that I don't think Max deserved in some ways. And to know that that was inside Liz the whole time. That's a little, I'm glad she said no to his proposal. Damn.
2: I think uh, I agree with both of you. I think um, it was cool to see. It was a fun episode. I think we all said to to each other, if it had been at any other time during the show, it would have been probably like, I don't know, to me, one of my favorite episodes. It was so fun in that sense, but it's so late in the, this final season now that it was a little bit jarring and in the sense of Liz I think we've seen her have this battle not necessarily in the be a scientist or Mary Max uh, perspective but be a successful scientist or protect the aliens that that's the kind of battle that she's had right which is what the would have made more sense really. in this episode. Yeah, if it hadn't brought up the proposal and made Absolutely.
0: it more Max versus Career. Now, if yes. it was if it was stay in Roswell versus Career, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like that I that I can sort of understand. Like if you stay in Roswell, you do have to sort of give up on a little bit because it's not like a big city and all of that. Yeah. But they made it specifically about Max. Max can go anywhere. Yeah if max you know, as yeah. a partner that, that that that's the part where i was like me, eh,
2: i don't know absolutely i also think it was a bit strange that i mean to me it's been very clear that the proposal had its effects on liz really the no the non proposal or her saying she the fact that she said no to him it was clear that it had an effect on her from episode 1 really from when she said no so the fact that she took so long in the Mindscape to really figure out the that the point was, you know, having to choose and not wanting to choose and all of that is like, okay, did, yeah. did we not establish this already? Like, right. to me, it felt like the Mindscape took a, a really long time to establish stuff that we already knew about Liz. And... I think they could have confronted it a little sooner, I guess. Well, and let's,
0: we'll back up a little bit. We did sort of jump into the end of the, the mindscape because I agree. And I actually, that, that's why I was so disappointed, right? Because the mindscape was done so well that the reason I got to the end of the episode and was actually kind of like, this is really annoying is because it could have been so good. But again, this is what it came down. The whole, the whole point of the mindscape and what in its brilliance came down to this insane internal battle for Liz that has nothing to do with the plot. So like, if we back up, the costumes were awesome. Everyone was on point, right? It was awesome to see Michael as a card player. Kyle as a horse. Sure. Just, you know what, maybe next time if you can't get Trevino, just don't have Kyle. Um, But, you know, just really like a funny vibe. I, I loved it. You know, everybody did great. I love, Fucking um, Arturo as the, you know, it's like a deputy. Like, I love all of that. But all of that was constructed near death, Liz, just to confront the idea of getting married. If you're that afraid of getting married that you have to construct an entire mindscape to deal with the idea of getting married, you're not ready to get married.
1: (laughs) When there's all these other things that are going on
0: around you, like this is what... Right. We've got people missing. We've got near, you know, death, all of this, yet we're wasting all this time in a mindscape talking about marriage, (laughs) essentially. That's essentially what it comes down to. And it's like, oh my God, (laughs) that's what drives me nuts.
2: Yeah, Because essentially, again, they just, I feel like she's always had doubts about, you know, going further with her research and, you know, the we we've always said that Liz as I'm being the most ethical person ever but she's always had these doubts ethically and to reduce that to uh I can have science or I can have a marriage feels demeaning of the the um growth she's had the path she's had thus far like I mean of course it can be something that you you think about and you have to you know confront and that she has issues and you know i think probably she doesn't have i like, mean she healthy. comes from like a
0: divorced parents and all that yeah, like, yeah, it yeah, makes yeah, sense yeah.
2: right so so yeah i think it can be something that you have to confront but i think again the so the show should have done so sooner like this would have been a good like mid-season episode like episode five would have been good to,
0: to right right in that this. middle yeah. right in that middle zone where we usually have all this like weird filler or you yeah. know that makes sense i guess yeah we're we're, we're in episode nine now. we have four episodes left and this is where we should be picking picking up steam right we have without commercials three hours left of the show <laughs> so like this is i think again we and they brought OG Liz is finally here in the episode, and this is the purpose that we brought they brought her back in the first episode. That's wild. So again, it's just it was just a weird episode. I, again, I if it were like episode four or five, I probably would rewatch it over and over again. Loved it.
1: I agree. I mean, you know, we I said in the group text I really liked the episode, but at the end of it, I was like, we wasted one of the last episodes. For this like I thought it was a really solid really good episode I love kind of the weird wild west versus modern fusion and like and I, I'm here to to explore Liz and her her different conflicts when it comes to her relationship versus her career and all that but if we had a 22 episode season we could have done three or four episodes in the mindscape and I would have been yes this is great but we have four episodes left. And there's a lot to wrap up.
2: Yeah. I just want to say, like, this is a weird, like, kind of um, parenthesis, I guess. But um, I just remember that Trevino directed the episode. And I just, I mean, I just wanted to say that, like, directing-wise and acting-wise and, like, oh, I Amanda, it. like you said, costume-wise, amazing. Perfect. I loved it.
0: Beautiful. The writing was good. Like, in terms of. Yes. Yes. I mean, the fact that Liz called villain Liz, bitch Cassidy, it's (laughs) such horrible, beautiful, wonderful, glorious CW humor, right? Like, it's just, it's so good. And I mean, everything. Like, Max saying no offense to Michael, like, there's just a little funny little jabs here and there, like that. That's why it's classic Roswell, New Mexico in some ways. And that's why, well, that's what keeps me from hating the episode, right? Is is the existence that that banter was back. All right. So there's, uh, let's talk a little bit more about the narrative that was in the Mindscape, I guess. First, I want to say that I love the existence of a villain, Max, and a villain, Liz. I feel like there's a lot of fanfic opportunities here, and I'm going to need somebody to take care of that. That's number one. Number two, I am confused by the existence of, and I just keep forgetting her name, OG Liz, and I keep forgetting her name in the show. I can't keep it in my brain because she was obviously working with Clyde in the Mindscape. So I'm confused about her. Like if she's actually, if this was just Liz bringing her up in memory, I have no idea.
2: I feel like I hope it is a way to gather actually like visually back into the narrative and that she will show up in the real world um maybe not next episode but the last couple I will say she will be here um I hope so at least um I don't think it will be connected to Liz necessarily but her wife was in a coma as well even if we didn't see it I guess that Shivani was... No, she wasn't.
1: They made a comment that she didn't get hit as much or something and so she was fine.
0: Yeah, well, she didn't, okay, didn't say what, she was but, fine, yeah. but like Liz took the brunt of it is what they said.
1: At the yeah, time, yeah, yeah, So... But they said I she mean, was, you
2: know, still. Like
0: back at work or whatever. Yeah. At the end of the episode. Which is oh. wild. <laughs> okay.
2: Sure. But it was fun to see her. It was it, fun yeah. to finally have her.
0: And I liked that... They were, she was almost working with Liz in the beginning because I have a feeling she's going to be a little bit more villainous a little bit later on. I did like the line that she said explaining the mindscape, whether or not I agree with it, was, you know, that Liz created a scenario to suss out an answer. So it's really funny to think of Liz, who's this like logical scientist, creating such a fantasy world to just come to an answer for a serious question. Like it just, I think it does a good job of presenting the different sides of Liz because she's so logical you wouldn't think of what a wild no pun intended mindscape her to create just to get to an answer
2: and I really like now that you mentioned that I really like that that was Liz's kind of attitude the whole time like when she got there she was like oh okay like like come on you know is this she was
0: never she was never like confused or overwhelmed you know it gives you like a really a good glimpse into Liz's mind yeah and it's not what I would have expected. I would have expected a little bit less fanciful, like fanciful and a little bit more like sort of logical or scientific. But no, she went full on Wild Wild West. I'm a big fan. Classic shootout scene, amazing. I mean, this is all, you know, it's so it's so American, right? Like Wild West shootouts, good, bad, and the ugly, just all this like classic Hollywood imagery. And I like that the, the cowboys and aliens theme to it. So, I mean, it looks great. The, the shootout scene was amazing. Um,
2: Sanders.
0: Sanders, <laughs> right? All of that. Um, I was just
2: about to say, like, as a little side note, the face that Michael makes when Sanders gets shot. I was like, oh,
0: God. Oh, I know. Oh, no. I know. Um, Michael's facial hair weirdly belongs in the Wild Wild West. It actually is probably the most normal he's looked all season very, as a card playing bolo tie wearing guy. Sure. Why not? At this That's point, a, that weird, vaguely
1: Southern accent he was trying to do. Honey, you're, you're from
0: Chicago. Let's, <laughs> let's You're not from the West trying? and you're not from the South. Let's just let it go. It's okay. We, you can just have your normal accent. All right. So... Yeah, I do, the imagery of having to shoot yourself to sort of get out of this mindscape or come to some realization was, ooh, that's pretty powerful. Maybe stepping over some lines every once in a while. But I do like the, you know, the sort of gun not going off when she points it at herself and, or the villain Liz or whatever. I mean, there's some good imagery. So the ending is a little bit confusing for me in the real world about Liz and the coin. You know, she's sort of embracing that side of her, is what my guess.
2: I don't know. Yeah, I think it was just a vis, like a visual representation of the fact that evil, if you want, Liz is taking over, or that side of her kind of taking over. Well, we only have four uh, episodes really left, light. so are we switching over yeah. to now? You know what I mean, like? no nah, I guess it. I don't think it will be like, I don't think she'd turn fully evil or anything. I, I just think no. it would be something that will help them because Max is still without powers. I think it will be something that helps them with, you know, eventually the fight with the other, with, with Clyde at this point is the only one, is the only evil left. But um, that was hot, I have to say. I have to say, Absolutely. like evil is, yes. I agree. Yes. It, the
0: only reason it's a little wonky to me is, I think they're, it, I think they're probably broadly signifying. Like Liz is realizing that there's depths to herself, and she can help in different ways. But the direct tie between villain Liz and this Liz murky's the water a little bit. Because like, what are you, what are, what are you embracing about yourself? Is this you embracing the part of yourself that said those things to Max and wanted to reject that part? Or is this just you like embracing the idea that you can have both and that you can use your brain? I don't know. I don't know. It was a very cool visual link, but I'm super interested in next episode, which means they'll disappoint me. But
1: I took it to mean that she was embracing kind of this more like, and we've seen the side of her before, but this kind of more ruthless side where it's I'm going to do what it takes to protect the people that I care about and in- advance my work, you know, and to the detriment of anything else—that's kind of what I took from it. Hey, that's a lot.
0: I, I, I hope so. I mean, the show's that deep, <laughs> right? I mean, that's we're giving them a lot of credit, but I hope so. I mean, there's a lot. I, what else do you yeah. want to
2: talk about in terms of the mindscape? I did really like with that scene specifically the um, parallel, I guess, with Jones versus Max and shooting one or the other. um, That was really cool. Um, And the fact that until the very end, we didn't know if it was one or the other that Liz chose. um, That was a cool callback, I guess. Um, Again, I don't know if they did that on purpose. The lack of,
0: it's so funny to me, the lack of subtlety that they've had to tell us over and over again that there are two sides to everyone, right? Like, like we don't, you know, the idea that that's such like a deep philosophical idea that we need that we need that visual representation when I think we all can really get to that point ourselves. But I love that they were like, no, you need to visually see a good guy and a bad guy version. And I love it. Villain Liz, hot. Villain Liz, a Villain hot. Liz
1: has the dark lipstick. You know, that's how you know she's, she's the villain. Oh,
0: of course. You can't give her the go to go like Spock, but you can give her the dark lipstick. All right. What else about the mindscape? We have not been talking for very long. So there's just not a whole lot. Again, is this what it's like when Roswell makes sense? When it's like a narrative, a narrative flow? You know what I mean? Like the bulk of the episode wasn't
1: that in critical to the plot. No, you know, so it makes it hard to talk about in depth because I don't think that a lot of it's going to go forward into the next episode.
0: I like the idea that inside every woman is this wild, wild west of emotions. You know, and like if I'm ever at war with myself, I'm just going to imagine like villain Amanda, and real Amanda like having a shootout. I do like that. I'm going to have
1: to. I'm
0: going to have to channel my inner ten star cowgirl. Oh, I support this. So. The only other thing that I think is important that no one else, maybe no one else would think is important. I want to talk about Rosa and Heath. Okay. I want to talk about this weird friendship that I don't know why gives me the creeps, but it's not anything they're doing. And it's not anything anybody's doing wrong. I think it's that I cannot. Okay. Let's back up. I'm all for Rosa having friendships, right? It's obviously clearly romantic, right? That hug that was like, Full body. I only hug people that way when I'm gonna bone them, right? Like hug. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's just, I in my mind, she's a 19 year old, right? But she's not anymore. It's been a couple years since she. Okay, was but she's, still,
2: like, he's she's still like she's still like 21,
0: and he's 30s. like in his 30s, <laughs> right? Like, is he in his 30s? Of course I mean, he is. He's yeah, oh yeah. If he's the same age as Liz, then yeah, he's in his 30s. Then yeah, I just you
1: know. I don't know. we're always going to disagree on Rosa having romantic relationships. I, I don't like this one but I'm
0: okay with her having I, I don't have a problem with her having a, a romantic relationship the ones that the reason I've always argued with you is the ones that you've chosen I think you're icky, but that's okay that's 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 the whole point of shipping it doesn't matter um I don't have a problem with Heath do I think Heath and Dallas are soulmates? Yeah, I do. Um, But you know, I don't necessarily have a problem with him. I think it's weird to share somebody with your sister, but it's fine. Um, I think it's just that he came out of nowhere. (laughs) He came out of nowhere. How long, how long since we've seen Heath? The end of last season? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I agree. The, it, it kind of just shocked me and I was like, Okay, where did he come from? Just because if he'd been mentioned by, say, Dallas, which would make sense, um, because during the episode, he said stuff that made me think, okay, he's clearly been in contact with Dallas the whole time. So, you know, if they had mentioned him previously, we would have known, like, okay, they're still in contact with him. Maybe we don't right, see we some don't sort of connection. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like Shivani and Ellie, you know, they mentioned, like Sh- Sh- Shivani mentions her, her wife and stuff, or <laughs> Alex can't mention every once in a while, even if he's in there. Yeah. Um, or Kyle is in there and get and gets mentioned, um, but he wasn't. He just appeared out of nowhere, and then we were thrown into this dynamic and relationship. Even if it's just romantic, if it's just friendship or romantic, we don't know yet. But um, and have they ever interacted before? Yeah, it's so random. It's so very random. And I, know, I do. If
0: Rose is happy, I'm happy, and you know, in the sense that sure. he gave, you know, if it's friendship and he gave her support and helped her when she was feeling really lost. I do like that Michael confronted her about it because no. whether or not you agree with it, that's a large age gap. There's a minimum mm-hmm. of 10 years between the two of them. And it has nothing to do with age. As I've argued before, it has to do with Rosa mentally and emotionally, you know, she is growing up a lot and she's been through a lot for all we know. Rosa's never had a romantic relationship in her whole life, mm-hmm. which is there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But then it makes your first one scary. Your first one, your first romantic relationship is a little bit scary. So I'm glad that Michael was like, hmm, I don't, you know, what's what's happening here? You know, they had that sort of moment and I'm, she was being very vulnerable and this is why we're friends. And I don't know if they will ever call it anything other than friends, but I don't hug my friends like that.
2: Yeah. Um, it was a good, I think they had good chemistry as actors. I think it was a good, like the scenes that they had were good. I mean, I think that the, the Um, their interactions were good I feel like like I always feel when they just throw new dynamics at you that you're like kind of lost and feeling like okay this could be a good dynamic but we don't have time like why did we not get this this five episodes ago no Um, what we should
0: have gotten was even a remotely like hint of a conversation at the end of last season yeah about some you know what I mean like lead like bridging the way to this because now four episodes left I don't care about Rosa and Heath you haven't given yeah. me enough time right I want Rosa to be happy but I don't you know they seem mm-hmm. fine I don't know anything about. you know we don't really know Heath that well other than he's Dallas's soulmate yeah well or they could have at the very least let's have him just like
1: We like coming to Rosa's apartment or something in that one episode where they're in New York and they she could be like, "Oh, you guys know each yeah, you guys are friends or whatever." Like, just have that even just that little crumb to kind of connect where it's not so like
2: yeah, like you You could be. Was it so secretive? Like. Right. Well, we all be- know Heath. Like, it's not like it's this weird. is some random person. <laughs> because it's weird, he dated her sister. <laughs> okay. But-, but, like, even if you're not, like, if you see in the frame that Rosa puts us in, like, that they're friends and he's helping her cope with abilities right. and, you know, find out more about um, the scientific side of her abilities and all of that. If you put it in that frame of mind, it's like everyone else in the group knows Heath. They've worked with him. We've known him for a full season as an audience. So why would you not say anything? Like, why is this so secretive? Like, why
0: would you not mention it? For once, I would have been okay with being told something without having to be shown it, right? For one time, I would have been happy with some sort of Heath mention
2: at some point in time. Um, I will say, though, about that, like you said, um, Dallas should have been, like that just that's the whole relationship i'm sorry the way in this episode he talks about dallas i'm like bro you're just in love with him They're like in I'm, just, love
0: with bro. Dallas. I'm
2: sorry i don't make the rules like
0: i i don't care
2: like this is literally stuff that it's michael talking about alex levels okay like oh like let's face it please so well um.
1: and that scene, and I forget who he was talking to, maybe Rosa, maybe Isabel, where he he mentioned Dallas. And I just, I thought for sure that he was about to confess that he was in love with him. Like I was, I was ready for it. Because like, every
0: oh, moment happening. of Heath's life has been one second away from confessing that he's in love with Dallas. This makes sense that he thought that because I thought every word he's ever said. Shut the door. Drop the dog off before you leave He opens the door Just open the door and drop the dog in Anyway
1: (laughs) Anything else on Heath He is but And then this is the thing that irritated me At the end of the episode So we know how important Dallas is to Heath And he mentions how important he is And then he's like You know Dallas is missing but I'm still gonna Fuck off right back to New York Like
0: Oh, did he go back okay. to New York? I think I blocked that out.
1: Yeah. He did. Uh, okay. <laughs>
2: I mean, okay, we've had soulmates not knowing that their soulmate is missing for half of a season. Okay. It's not that far of a reach. Fair.
0: Fair. Um, speaking of Michael and Alex, because we got exactly one mention and a missing poster. Um, I do love the line. I love that what Michael said that was really adorable, like part snarky, part romantic, you know, Liz has got her boyfriend. You've got your boyfriend. I'm going
2: to go get my really boyfriend. Like you're a 14 year old girl. Him. And I just love I that. did really like that. He called him insolent. Yeah. Okay. We've, right. we, we've been new, but like,
0: right. right. This isn't, you. this isn't new. Any, a year ago, any mention that Michael would have had of Alex. Would have given me new life, right? A year and a half ago, two years ago. Now the mentions aren't enough. Where is Alex? I I don't even think we all realized how many episodes. I laughed at people that were like, "He's not gonna match like ten or 11 and they're
2: not wrong. I
0: really thought that was too many episodes. What he was going What
2: did be you
1: gone.
0: I say?
2: I know. I said I- it at the beginning of it. They we were like, "No, we're gonna see him in a couple of episodes."
0: I really thought, you know, I think I was naive. So, am I glad that he's understanding the depth of his feelings and telling other people and all that? Absolutely. But we spent this episode not doing anything about Alex. Yeah. So it's just it's getting frustrating. We have four episodes left, guys. Four. Yeah.
2: And it's it's funny in the sense that it oh it always um. Kind of feels like every week I'm like, oh, this is the episode I we're gonna see, Alex. This is the every time. And I I hopefully I'm not wrong in saying that next week, episode 10 will be when we see i alex. want to get a compilation
1: of
0: every
2: time every Mace time Mace Mace is said, he
1: said
0: <laughs> <next, laughs> we're gonna see alex again i think what um, pisses me off is that he's always in the preview of the next you know what <laughs> i mean it's, all, scene, it's like old
2: footage because one scene, I know. One
0: scene. so it's that one scene
2: every time i'm like what does yes. this mean okay we are we're aware that he was buried thank you um right. but no i feel just a little bit because of the promo for our next episode, um, I think maybe at the very end we will see him. Um, I don't think he will be in the whole episode, but just, you know, we have four episodes left, you know, perhaps. But um, the last scene with um, Michael and Maria is kind of like, Okay. They're trying to, you know, put together a plan to actually go and find these people, not just Alex, but all of the missing people. Um, And side note, it will always frustrate me the most that they realized immediately that Bonnie and Dallas were missing, but Alex, no, took them 10 episodes. Anyway, um, but yeah, it was a very, it was a very good scene. I really liked it. I really liked them. Again, like, I think last week we talked about this, or maybe two weeks ago, um, I really like that dynamic with, between Michael and Maria, oh, them yeah. being each other confidants, and all of that, and just them... I think they feel like they're the only ones that really care about the people that are missing, but um it's good that someone's thinking about them. You know? It's hard to watch,
0: you know. Part of me is like, I don't want you drinking beer in the desert talking about finding Alex. I want you to yeah. go. Just go. Just go. Go physically. Go do. Show me something. Show me some action, you know. And I know that's not how the show's going to work, but. And I understand it's because Tyler couldn't. I know everyone can calm down. I understand the logistics of why it's happening, but it is frustrating as a shipper to watch it.
2: You know what? I listen, I understand that Michael grew is a person and he is not that impulsive anymore, but he should have just put jumped into the sinkhole and that's it.
0: Duh yeah. what's 100%. the point? What's the point now? I mean we, we you could dodge fire, you could do all of these things. You have to just jump in balls to the wall without thinking dick first, right? Walk into the room, dick first, just do it. I don't like this grown-up Michael sometimes.
1: And okay. Off topic for one second, because I didn't get to join in last week. Um, and I just watched the previous episode. Um, Michael crying changed my life. I just want to put that out there. And
0: that, <laughs> I know
1: it's Leading pretty powerful. Into this episode, like all of everything, Michael. The last two it's episodes, just the growth, you know, it's the growth
0: of Michael.
2: So,
0: I, I love Michael realizing these things about himself and about Alex, but I just want Alex there to see it. You know, that's what the hard part is. Um, the only other note that I have for the episode is just the brief mention Isabel and Kyle stuff, because I'm glad that Isabel finally told Maria. Sort of. Or Maria kind of figured it out that they slept together and then she called it spectacular. Which of course it was.
1: I mean, of course it was. Kyle. Kyle. It can't be a
0: disappointing lover. I really
2: like that scene with Maria. I I always loved Isabel and Maria's scenes, and we haven't gotten that many these seasons. So um it was so good to see them again together. Yeah, just Miss Kyle. And I know that in their contracts, like that there's actors that have um, however many episodes they can do in a season but three in a row feels like a lot and uh, when we also have you know Tyler, Alex missing so many episodes in a row for a whole different reason personal reason but story-wise to have that many characters gone for so long and we have we've had Alex gone and Rose has been gone for so many episodes this season and Kyle now has been you know he hasn't been missing we know that he's in, he's in Mexico but I just want him back I just want them to interact um, I think it's it's it feels
0: fractured because everyone's sort of people yeah. have always been missing from episodes but this is a lot you know and, and and I can't blame I love seeing all the press that Amber's getting about the new Predator movie it's really 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 doing well and people are really loving it So I'm glad that she had that opportunity. It's hard when you're on this side of it and you want her to be in the project that you're in, you know, but that on top of, you know, Trevino not being here for three episodes is the fourth of the season.
2: Yeah. But again, like, again, kind of like Alex, um, if they had been, if they'd done a better job at incorporating those people into the narrative, um, And saying things like at the beginning of the season when Rosa wasn't there, if we're talking about Rosa, um, just Liz talking about Rosa, Arturo when he was there talking about Rosa, like they all know and love her. Why is no one talking about these people that they know and love and who are a big part of their group and their family? Like, why is it makes it
0: jarring? Yeah, when they don't. Yeah, agree. That's
2: that's just what feels weird to me that. That's not something that they've thought of. Like, if you had a plan to, you know, explain why these people are missing for several episodes in a row, and like, why are we not talking about this? Like Alex was mentioned throughout. Like it was frustrating that they didn't know he was missing, but he was mentioned several times. Um and now Kyle has been mentioned several times, but Rose, I felt very jarring. Like at the point that we saw her, like was the first time that she was mentioned the whole season, I believe. So, yeah. I agree. All right. Anything else well, on and- this? Oh, keep going. No, I just had, to me,
1: like I, and like we've all said throughout the whole season, totally understand why Tyler had to be gone. And they could have done, they could have done a better job with explaining like where, what happened to Alex? Whatever. It is a huge plot hole to have Eduardo be mentioned saying that Alex has not been in touch with Deep Sky, and then nobody. So nobody has heard from Alex, and Eduardo didn't say anything in those weeks that he was gone. Hey, I haven't heard from Alex. Have you guys? Have you heard from Alex? Even to Kyle. It's not and as dramatic. It's not I, as, and I get it, and I
2: understand it, but to me,
1: just it's it's. it's it it's it's re- unrealistic to the point where it's just a whole, yeah you know, bad writing.
0: Agreed. All right. Anything else about this episode? The mindscape. Liz, Max. Our shortest episode ever. I
1: know.
2: I completely forgot to send in the questions that we got from Instagram. So, oh, well, that's good. Do we get anything good? Hold and please. Check hopefully <laughs> oh, um, or professionals <laughs> i haven't checked instagram in so long it's just um okay so just one really um is the from no worries selena I'm, I'm reading live So it's two messages, actually. Um, First is, uh, wish that Liz's struggle on how to progress in her career and have a healthy relationship with Max was not framed as good versus evil. Choose a choice between good versus evil. I also wish she would stop telling people about aliens before checking in with the aliens. Yes. We talk about this, like, the first part we talked about at the beginning of the episode. The the other part we, Amanda and I, I think, talked about this last. Week. about which part I'm sorry I couldn't hear the second one um uh, about telling uh about aliens to to people without checking in with the aliens
0: oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just yeah yeah
2: I was like when she
1: and I don't know if it was this epi- obviously it was the episode before, which i I wasn't here for sorry but like when she took them into the cave and I was like, are you no. kidding me?
0: yep you it's, know that she that Instagram message brings up a good point about the good versus evil though. That it is such a wild. If I heard the question right, she was saying I wish they hadn't done it as good versus evil, or I can't, is that what how she worded it? Yeah, because it is it is wild to make villain Liz the one that is focused on Liz's career, right? Like, you know, 1957 called and they want that stereotype back. But you know, we've already we've discussed it. I don't want to go too far into it, but I do like the way that. She ordered it on Instagram then.
2: Yeah, absolutely. The good and versus then, evil
0: was a little harsh.
2: Yeah. And the other message was um, the episode should have ended with Maria and Michael actively planning and figuring out a way to save Alex and Dallas. Seeing passive drinking around a fire.
0: Thank you. Yeah. You're the same person.
2: Yeah. We're the same person.
0: It's yeah. the drinking that's around a fire vibe. Yeah. Like I said. Yeah. This is Michael my- going to the pony all over. <laughs> this is leaving your boyfriend or leaving him chained to, yeah leaving him yeah. chained up and going to the pony and, and i know that that's not what he's doing and i understand that again like we said it's not like you can go shoot from the hip and just wander and find you know aliens or you know find people that have been taken by aliens i get that but a little more effort i think would have been really nice all right guys well that's it short episode Um, We will be back next week with episode 11, 10. Oh yeah, favorite part. (laughs) Absolutely. Mick, you did great with English there. Uh Absolutely beautiful. Uh, All right, favorite part of the episode, Sarah.
1: Can I say Kyle the horse? No. (laughs) Of course you can. Uh Yeah. Um, I guess I would probably say probably the Michael and Maria scenes. I've missed their friendship so much, and so to have
0: it so frequently this season has been really nice. Agreed, Mick. What's your favorite favorite part?
2: Um, I'll say the ladies looking hot. It, it wasn't necessarily that part it just absolutely i'm just by, um and the moment when maria snaps like clyde's neck i guess with the um um rope the whip that was nice yeah, the whip um the also her singing again i really like that i
0: i would definitely agree with that i would say the shootout as a whole was my favorite scene um just because you got you know, anytime Sanders being is being a badass, you got Liz, you got Marie, everyone just sort of being a badass. Um, it's a good one. It's a good scene. Completely unnecessary. Does not matter to any narrative whatsoever. Love it. Love them playing dress up. And Kyle as a horse would have been better if they'd had it talk. Just saying. If you're gonna go for it, you got to go for it.
2: It was kind of funny thinking about you know, Liz riding Kyle. I mean, the we'll leave this- joke beneath that <coughs> that was I do like that Liz
0: was like, "I I don't have time to Freudian this out." I don't. I I love what a clever way to have him still be part of the episode. I will give you that. It was pretty funny. I'm just, you know, if you're going to go for it, I just wish they would have had it talk. Just one one Kyle kind of line out of the mouth and that would have saved the entire episode for me. I know it's the CW and they wouldn't necessarily make a
1: joke quite this raunchy, but the whole time I was waiting for a Kyle hung like a horse joke.
0: Okay. On that note, <laughs> we will be back next week. Um, <laughs> with um, Episode 50 next week, our big five zero 50 episodes, which is wild. So I am excited and we will see you next week. Thanks guys. Thank you guys. Thank you.